This is Work From Home, the podcast that helps you stay connected, productive, and sane while working remotely. I'm Harry, and today is the second part of my three-part conversation with Emil Goliath, who's a nutrition coach. He works uh, remotely with all of his clients. He's got a ton of insight with remote work, working from home culture, and how we can stay healthy uh, in this kind of environment. What do you think when we're, when we're working from home, we're cooking for ourselves? What are the things that are like really commonly forgotten or ne- neglected? It's tough because I think I've been doing it for a long time. So it's kind of par for the course for me. But right. Okay. In terms of easy, the two ends of the spectrum, one is eat more vegetables. So if you're going to have a meal, then think, okay, how can I include one, two, three different types of vegetables with it? If you're going to have that tin of beans, that counts as one. Great. Maybe chop up some cherries, tomatoes and have a carrot. You know, it, it can be ridiculous, but just think about this on a regular basis and it will improve and get easier over time and then the other thing is try to avoid having crappy snacks easily accessible because you'll eat them so it's just a case of you're at home it's a different environment to you used to what you're used to but you can tailor it so of course if you have crisps or potato chips in your cupboards easily available you're going to eat them it's willpower doesn't work so don't have them in the house. Or if you want them, go to the shop, buy one packet, eat it, done. Um, so those are those are the kind of two kind of ends of the spectrum. Eat more veg, just have less. Reduce the crap. <laughs> reduce, reduce the crap in your environment. And, you know, you're on to a winner straight away. Yeah, absolutely. What could we do? Uh, like, so snacking, super common one that comes up. Like so many people talk about snacking in, in our work from home world, in our community. What would you, other than a carrot, like <laughs> any kind of like hot tips in terms of like really great and helpful snacks? Nuts, I guess. Well, I mean, it's difficult because as you say, it's a habit, which means that it's not the food that you're after. It's you're after the, you know, whatever it is, you've got the kind of the trigger and then the cue and the reward. I can't remember which order it goes in, but it's not necessarily food. You're just doing it on autopilot. You probably don't even taste it. The number of times you get to the bottom of the bowl or the bottom of the packet and you didn't even notice. So my approach to that is one, try and be more mindful and conscious when you're eating. Like if you want to eat something, enjoy it, pay attention to it, be mindful. And don't be sort of idly watching a YouTube video while you're doing it or checking your emails and like rant, like not even looking at the bowl that you're reaching into. Just be be with your food. Sounds a bit wanky, but yeah. You know. No, it's exactly that. It's literally exactly that. And then the the other thing is if you are just if you do just want something to put in your mouth, like on autopilot, then make it something low calorie because you're not going to taste it anyway. You don't actually care what it is. Make it carrot sticks, make it cucumbers, make it berries, have some chewing gum in your mouth, you know, make it sparkling water. And I'm not talking about you know, the carrot stick diet. I'm just saying, look, you don't even know what you're eating. So <laughs> at least make it you're low just calorie. Chewing. Yeah, exactly. You're just doing it for, for out of routine and habit. And if you can break that habit and move on, then that's another thing. But that, that's a little bit more intensive. Are there any non-obvious things to try and reduce in our diet, do you think? Or is reduction less, pro- less productive than uh, another way of thinking about it? Yeah, so, you know, very high level, what I say is you can have anything some of the time, but you can't have everything all of the time. So by like, I'm all for flexible moderation. So by all means, have some chocolate occasionally, but you can't always eat chocolate. And if you are always eating chocolate, then there's something more going on than you wanting and enjoying chocolate. 
Right, 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 right. When you do want to eat chocolate, make sure you are conscious and enjoying it because that's the purpose of chocolate. It's not nutritious. Exactly. Yeah. So make sure you're actually enjoying it. And apart from that, I mean, it's hard to kind of give hacks or quick tips. Sure. But, you know, again, super high level. I like positive as opposed to negative. So if you think, okay, when I eat, I'm going to try and include some protein and some vegetables, it suddenly makes the meal much healthier on so many levels, as opposed to grabbing some crackers or some bread and butter. You're thinking, okay, I need to add some protein. Okay, I'm going to put beans on this toast and I need to add some vegetables. Okay, I'm going to put some salad on the side. Now, actually, you've got a reasonable meal as opposed to just eating bread with butter. So it's not take away the bread and butter. It's let's add some other stuff and it's more nutritious and you'll be full for much longer and you won't be going for the crackers or the potato chips in two hours time. 100%. I I, I want to ask you about kind of recipes that you're particularly into at the moment or just like, because I think practical tips are always really, really great. But I wonder, so I, I don't know what I don't know. So what questions should I be asking about nutrition? I think that's kind of something that a lot of people are sitting at home listening to this going, yeah, yeah. I don't even know what I should be thinking about in the first place. So what what, what are your thoughts? And that's a really big issue is people just don't know. And so my first step when I work with clients is let's learn. The way I do that is I recommend people track their food. And whether that's writing it down, whether that's putting it into an app like MyFitnessPal, just track it. You don't even need to restrict or change anything. Just input information. And in a lot of cases, even that will start to cause weight loss if you're overweight. Because now you're conscious, you're more conscious about the food and you're like, okay, I didn't realize mayonnaise had so many calories. I didn't realize this handful of nuts was 800 calories. I thought it was healthy. And then, so I'm not even suggesting anything else or restriction or anything. I'm just saying, approach the food with a learning mindset. Okay, this has this much protein. That's interesting. And that's it. And your diet will improve. And anything above and beyond that is, is my new shite, to be perfectly honest. That's really interesting, actually. So, uh, yeah, in, in terms of specific recipes, are there, are, there, are there any things that you're kind of, you know, that you're, your go-tos that are really great, that are easy to cook? Because, again, this, we're all working from home in this situation. And so it's, it's more lunch is the, is the issue we're dealing with, I suppose. Yeah, so my kind of go-to, and cooking isn't one of my passions, and I like just quick and efficient. So what I've been doing for a long time is every day I slice up a chicken breast, I put it into a frying pan with some fry light spray or a little bit of olive oil. I fry it, fry it up, throw in some vegetables, you know, the three vegetable rule, whether it's some onion, some mushroom and some cherry tomato, get it pre-sliced if you want, chuck it all in, put it on a plate, maybe a little bit of salad on the side as well, lettuce again, cherry tomato, cucumber, all this stuff is super quick to chop. And that is, that is a meal. And it's super lean, super nutritious, really filling. You could eat a mountain of it and still hit targets and stuff. And by the time you throw in certain sauces, certain spices, different vegetables, some of them you kind of fry with the meat, some of them you fresh on the side, some of them you boil in the microwave with like, um, you know, like sweet corn and peas and that kind of thing from the freezer. You've got infinite variations of meat, veg and, and flavor, meat, veg and flavor. Yeah, totally. Because that's the that's the important thing for me. It's like so it's so hard to think of because I used to be in an office, right? And I'd have a million different options down the street. So every day you'd go and you'd get a different thing. So there's that natural variation, and I think it's really easy to get just mega bored with what you're eating at home, and so you just fall into the routine of 
bang is a mash or whatever. Because I, I think that that tip you've given is just amazing. Like being aware of what you're eating is just the biggest win. Yeah, a tip that which I use a lot with my clients is protein shakes are really convenient and really. Yeah, I've been. I'm into those in a big way. Um, well, obviously, look at me. I'm massive. Um, but no, I because uh, I, last year I oh, fact shit. It was almost two years ago now. We we're expecting the birth of our first son, and so I was just like, right, gotta get fit. I'm gonna be a dad. I've gotta fucking smash this. And so I did. Like, I actually, it was the longest stint I've ever done, and it worked really well. I went from 77 kilos up to 83 the most muscle mass I've ever had also a lot more fat than I'd had for a very long time. And I just absolutely smashed protein shakes. Yeah. And and just to add to that, for the people who aren't trying to build muscle and who want to lose weight, then protein shakes are freaking awesome. They're low calorie. If you put frozen berries in, they're high nutrition, they're high protein, they fill you up. They're literally amazing. And don't be dissuaded by protein gains, you know, muscles, all that crap. Literally, they are. So all these meal replacement, you know, uh, Weight Watchers shakes and stuff, they're protein shakes with extra fluff. A pure protein shake is total gold. Have some powder in, in work. Have some powder at home. Blender, ice, water. Amazing. Thanks again so much to Emil. More information can be found about him at dremil.com. If you enjoyed this episode, if you found it useful and you think someone else that you know would benefit from thinking about their diet and their nutrition, I would love it if you could share this with them. That would mean a huge amount to me. As ever, we'll be back very soon. Stay tuned for our third part of this conversation with Emil where we talk about physical exercise coming up very soon. Thanks very much for listening.